Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody. Pastor Jim Longenbach here. I'm the assistant pastor at Living Grace Community Church. We are located at 50 Porters Lane, Rocky Point, North Carolina. That's 50 Porters Lane, Rocky Point, North Carolina. Our Sunday morning services start at 7 a.m. And we are Living Grace Community Church at 50 Porters Lane, Rocky Point, North Carolina. Come on out and worship with us. We're there every Sunday at 11 a.m. So let's jump into our prayer list. We are praying for Kenny and Lisa, Pastor Chris, Destiny Bales, Rachel Rivenbark, the Madry family, Rachel Somberg. Pam Warmkessel, Jay Burden, Dalton Wells, the Hofelt family, Ryan Davies, Julie, Deshaun Tyler, Zach Winstead, Justin Miller, Kristen Benton, Megan and Dylan Martin, Bob Thompson, Elise Maurer, Roy Hand, Lyle and Marion Staten, and Steve Somberg. Uh, we're going to be looking today at the book of John, chapter 3. And we're going to look at a big section of it, but we're going to focus on chapter 3, verses 16 to 18. So with that, while you're turning to those, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for all that you bless us with. God, we know that you know each and every name on this prayer list. We know you that you know and can handle each and every need. God, we just ask that you would do that in your will, that your will be done in each and every life. <laughs> Lord, watch over and keep us as we go through this time of worship for you, Lord, that we would hear a message from you that leads us to where you would have us to be, that takes us on the path that leads us to you. Lord, as we as, as I deliver this message, I ask that none of my thoughts or opinions be heard, that they all fall to the floor, and only your word be heard, because it's your word, God, that takes us where we have to go, and that's on that straight and narrow path to you. Watch over and keep us. Be with us through all that we do. Strengthen us when we're weak. Lift us up when we're down. Help us, Lord, to be who you've called us to be. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your loving kindness. We thank you for always being with us and watching over and taking care of us and for leading us to where we should go that's best for us. And Lord, all these things I ask in the strong and precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, I want to look at a bulk of chapter 3. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And it's just Jesus being very upfront. He's talking to Nicodemus who is one of the Pharisees, right? So he's a teacher of the Jewish community. He's a teacher in Israel. He's one of the leaders of Israel. And he comes to Jesus with questions. And Jesus is just blunt and straightforward with him. And there's no pulling any punches. There's no talking about making it politically correct. There's no worry if he's offended. Because Jesus knows he's offending him, right? And we have all these people now, we're, 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 you know, the Bible's out of school, the Bible's out of public buildings, everybody's offended anymore. Jesus didn't come to placate people. He didn't come to tickle their ears with what they wanted to hear. He came to tell the truth. 
And he didn't care if it offended anybody or not. So let's look at this story. We're going to start in chapter 3 of verse 1. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? He cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born, can he? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and testify of what we have seen. You do not accept our testimony. Verse 12, If I told you earthly things and you do not believe, how, you, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things. No one has ascended into heaven, but he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. Jesus is referring to himself there. The Son of Man is Jesus. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that whoever believes will in him have eternal life. So, born again, you know, it has a stigmatism to it because people will say, oh, well, these born-again Christians came and did this and came and said that. And, you know, they tell me I'm a hypocrite and they make me feel worse than I felt before I met them and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and everything comes back to born again. Born again, when used in the proper context, is about having eternal life. Because we are born flesh, and our flesh is sinful, right? We're born with a sin nature that we can't get away from. We have sin inside of us. We pay for what Adam and Eve did in the garden. We're born with that sin nature. We're born, we're born to be bad, okay? Um, so... To overcome that sin nature, we have to be born again into a spirit. We have to let our flesh deteriorate and our spirit take over. And that's what Jesus is explaining to Nicodemus here. In our flesh, living in our flesh, living in this world, living in a society that is do as you feel and it's okay We can't find eternal life in that. The world is never going to lead us where we need to go. 
We have to follow that spirit. We have to be born into that spirit. We have to accept Jesus Christ as dying on a cross for our sins so that we can have eternal life, so that we can know God our Father. And God wants that relationship with us. He wants to be our Father. He wants us to be his children. He wants to love us and protect us and, and guide us. And he wants what's best for us. So we have to understand that concept of being born again. It, it's not being born again into a new flesh. It's being born again into a spirit. We're born of water and spirit when we accept Jesus. Let's move on. Verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. <clears throat> so what's Jesus telling us here? And I have the red letter Bible, so these, this is Jesus speaking, right? So Jesus is telling us that God loves us. And, and, and he doesn't just love a chosen few. Jesus doesn't tell us, well, God loved this guy over here and, and that lady over there, but these hundred people in between, yeah, not so much, right? Who does, who does Jesus tell us that God loves? God loves the world. Well, who is the world? We talk about that a lot as well, being worldly and, and, and doing things of the world. Who is the world? Is the world the earth we live on? Is it the galaxies that are around us? Is it the stars and the planets? The world is the people that are on earth. It's the people that make up each section of the world, right? And Jesus is telling us here that God doesn't just love Americans. I know that might be a blow to you. But Jesus is telling us God loves the world. So who are we supposed to bring this gospel to? The world. Who is the world? Anybody we come in contact with. Everybody that comes around us. <clears throat> anybody that can hear this podcast is part of the world. And we have several different countries that we go to with this podcast. Technology is amazing. It has shrank our world to where we can reach people that are 16 hours ahead of us. Some people that are going to hear this podcast, I'm doing it at 6 o'clock Saturday night in the United States in the Eastern Time Zone. Some people are going to hear it, and they're already at 10 o'clock Sunday morning, right? That's how small our world has become. So who are we supposed to love? Who does God love? God loves the world. God loves everybody. God doesn't love a certain religion. God doesn't love a certain race. God doesn't love a certain skin tone. God doesn't love men. God doesn't love women. God loves everybody. 
There are no favorites. So who are we supposed to preach to? Who are we supposed to take the gospel to? Everybody. So God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. <clears throat> so what does that part of this verse tell us? We're supposed to take the message to the world. And the message is that God gave up his son, that God had his son give up his life to pay for our sins. And when we believe in him, when we believe that what he did on the cross was enough, when we did believe that his blood on the cross covering our sin, we'll never perish. We have eternal life. The day we believe, the day we accept what Jesus did on the cross for our sins, we become saved, we become a child of God, and we have a place in heaven. We have a place for all of eternity. What are you waiting on? What's stopping you? What part of the world is holding you back from just saying, God, I know I'm a sinner. I know that Jesus died on the cross to cover those sins. And I accept what you gave me. I accept this gift from you today, God. That's all you got to do, guys. <laughs> it's that simple. Accept the gift. Verse 17 tells us, For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. So if Jesus didn't come to judge us, and Jesus is God, if he didn't come to judge us, who are we to judge each other? Who are we to say what's right for somebody else or what's wrong for somebody else? Jesus didn't come judge us. Why are we judging each other? Let's lift each other up. Let's help each other move forward. Let's encourage each other. Let's love one another. Because that's what we're called to. We're called to love. We're not called to judge. We're not called to think somebody does something right and somebody else does something wrong. We're called to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he died for the sins of the world. Verse 18 says, He who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has already been judged because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. It doesn't come much clearer than that. When we believe, there is no judgment against us because our, our debt's been paid. Right? Our crimes are atoned for <clears throat> through the blood of Jesus Christ. Our sin is washed away. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, God looks at us like a clean white sheet. There is no stain on us. But when we can't accept what God, the gift that God gave us, think about that, the gift that God gave us, and we're pushing it away. When we can't accept the gift that God gave us, we're already judged and doomed. That's all the time I got for this week, guys. It really is that simple.
Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Through him, we can have eternal life. Our sin is paid for. We are brand new creatures in God. Accept the gift today. Contact me somehow today. Sometime this week, let me know that this message hit home and today was the day that you accepted Jesus Christ as your, as your Savior. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us a way to get to you. We thank you, Lord, for giving us eternal life. We thank you for the gift that you've given that we can have a relationship with you, that we can draw closer to you, <clears throat> that we can be under your protection, that we can be white as snow in your eyes, and that our sin nature can be overcome through the blood of Jesus Christ, but only through the blood of Jesus Christ. It's nothing we can do on our own. God, I ask that you would just open people's eyes, open people's ears, open people's hearts. Help them to receive this message, Lord. Help them to receive you. Help them to see that the one thing that we cannot do for ourselves, you provided for us. When you gave us Jesus, you gave us all we ever needed. God, I thank you for all that you do for us. God, I ask that you be a lamp unto our feet and a guide unto our path. Watch over and keep us. Help us, Lord, to serve you this week stronger than we ever have before. Help us to be who you've called us to be. In Jesus' strong and precious name I pray, amen. All right, guys. I love you. Jesus loves you. I'll talk to you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.